Warning, PC and RMD contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Awesome. Oh, sorry. That's your signal. That means we have to go now. What is up, everybody? It is time once again for DC on RMD Batwoman Edition on Rayman Digital. Remember, you can find us on demand through your favorite podcast providers. Remember, while you're there, rate, review, subscribe. I will be taking the lead this week. I am the one and only Bobby D. And with me in the studio is Paul. Hey. And today we will be breaking down and discussing Batwoman Season 2, Episode 4, Fair Skin, Blue Eyes. This week we get some background on Ryan's upbringing and foster care and or lack thereof. This week we get a lot of fucking background. Yeah. I'm just going to jump into it. I, um... It got cool it with these flashbacks. <laughs> Was it too much for you? It's and like I don't I don't even like uh, when you can just constantly alter a character's history. I guess especially a character so new that they don't necessarily have a history. Um, but when you can just constantly alter it with these like like huge deal events that happen in a flashback like well, okay so yeah, get, get, keep, hold on because we'll get we'll, yeah, get, back yeah, to we'll it. get there uh this was directed by uh manhata huda and written by uh ebony gilbert now we you were starting to get into the background there of like we have this character this new character to the dc universe that really doesn't have a background and so like you said we can basically create whatever we want now, this lady has enough tragedy at this point in four episodes that she could be a major villain. Because we've had an abandonment, a death of a stepmother, a kidnapping. Um, I, I don't know. It's just like everything that could go wrong for Ryan. It has went wrong. Yeah, I mean, you you sent me a text and I was about halfway through the episode and I didn't like totally piece together what you were saying. Um, they this this most recent episode literally just gave her like an entire season's worth of Alice's backstory. Yes, and and the text that he was referring to is I I had watched it earlier in the week before Lauren and Paul did, and I text I'm like, wow, this episode is very familiar. And if you remember last year, you know when we got the introduction to how. Alice became like her whole origin story was based on a kidnapping and being locked in a room and kind of brainwashing her into thinking one thing or the other. And that's basically what we got with the candy lady story condensed into 44 minutes. Right now, again, there there was nothing wrong with the story. I think this is the type of thing that, we almost need to do to develop like how we feel about this character or why the character acts that way. And so if they keep doing the flashbacks like this, it's cool because now we understand why. But the fact is that it, it was a lot to take in, in such a small period of time. Now, while we have this, like, you know, this whole thing, could have played out longer. I, I I agree with you there. It was a lot. It could have ended this week with her just looking at comics and then getting kidnapped. I mean, yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> I the, mean, that, that would have been enough tragedy right there. That the, the flashback story that occurred in this episode could have been like the subplot of several episodes, if not like, you know, if they wanted to drag it out the way CW loves to, it could have been like a subplot for the whole season. Yes. And, and the mid season finale being the conf- uh, confronting the false face society and the candy lady who's kind of providing the thugs to this society. Right. And it was just like, bam, bam, bam. It was like, I want to say before the last commercial break, we already got to the fact that she was captured, you know, and done. And, and that, that does play for some pacing issues. Now I will say this, I was more entertained this week than I have been with the previous three episodes. And it might've been because there was so like, there was some pace to the story. Um, but, uh, 
it, it, the, there were also, we talked a little bit about it, but before we came on air and we're going to get into this now that there were some flaws in just like the, the writing of oh, it. Absolutely. I like, and I, I did, I did enjoy the, like the, I guess the, the themes and the, uh, uh, whatever the content the the, the uh, narrative the, that they're they're putting out yeah, there yeah, yeah 100. I, I like the like border i you know if you want to call it that like borderline true crime-esque uh situation with you know with the abduction with the you know being stuck in um you know stuck in that attic and kind of yeah the attempt to brainwash her with like uh you know the the i guess the mental abuse that was the jelly beans um the you know, as as shitty as it is to say, the way that uh, the candy lady focused on people like you because nobody notices when they go missing, like that is, um, not not necessarily like specifically people of color, but like that is the mentality that like a lot of serial killers have. You know, yeah. they they will go for people that they view as like you know people society won't miss. Um, sex workers that you know, it's, yeah, well, it, it, so just all of that. It, yeah, it, it, I I liked it. I liked where the story went. It was it, it was a dark thing, and it was um, it was an entertaining watch for me. But just the how we went from one topic or used that topic to move the story onto like, the next 15, point 20 years at that point sloppy as fuck. Yeah. It, it, and you're right. The whole, the kidnapping thing of the person, uh, I, it could buy into that now pushing it as a, a black and white thing. I kind of had a, like a little bit of a problem with because it, it it just seems like it's very agenda kind of driven and then that everything is like white people have it like the white privilege is real and black people don't get looked at that way. I feel like they could have done it where, you know, orphans, things like that yeah. were getting abducted, not just black kids because I mean, nobody yes. looks for black kids Be, because the you know that I mean, yeah, the. The episode's title, right? It's it's alluding to, yes. or I guess blatantly calling out um, Beth and the, you know, kind of a heartbreaking scene where Brian thinks, you know, somebody might be there to save her and they're actually looking for Beth. And were they looking for Beth because she was a white girl? Like, it, it, but I it, mean, not yeah, not necessarily because like you said, one, um, unfortunately, Ryan was an orphan in that situation and Beth, like the the fucking Kane family, like the Waynes, it's like a celebrity kid went missing. Like that's always going to overshadow any other missing kid or person. M- missing in a tragedy, not just like taken. Yeah, right. It right. was like they couldn't find the body after a car crash. This is where everyone else is dead. Where's Beth? Y- yes. And so, you know, with that kind of combination of like that kind of storytelling, like it made me kind of cringe a little bit because a lot of times like again if the if it's an agenda type show that's cool like go with it you know this is what you got to do but to make that assumption of they like you said they were only looking at it because they were a it was a black kid versus a white kid and yes there was different races but there was also different social aspects that went on with why they were looking at it mm-hmm. Now, the way they spun it later on into like like her cause, I appreciated that part of it because she wanted to be looking out for other people, not necessarily, you know, the assumption that Batman only looks out for white guys or Batwoman only looks out for white people. I, I don't know. But the that whole like I said, uh, I want to get back to that sloppy writing part of it that just didn't make sense. If I was kidnapped and hid in the studio for 30 days, 60 days, or whenever they got out, 58 days, I don't know when they broke the candy jar, and me and you ran out the fucking front door, we're probably coming back here with some police. I mean, yeah, I am emotionally scarred in a way that I will never forget the front door that I'm coming out of. Yeah, like I had to run somewhere. It wasn't like 
they, they put a bag over her head and dropped her. But for, for the fact, for the story wise, to go from, what was she, 10, 11, 12 at the time to in her 20s now? Yeah. And nothing has happened. Nobody, this woman has not moved. This yeah, she has, didn't even fucking move. Like, nothing. oh man, some of my, some of my hostages got away, but uh, I'm like, it's probably look, fine. Yeah, exactly. It's just two. I'm not into like the they kidnapping game. They won't come game. back and kill me yeah. any night. Yeah. I'm not into the kidnapping game, but if I'm pick, taking people to my house and they get away, probably not staying in my house anymore. That part of the story didn't make sense at all, you know, but to see her make that decision to go back there, you know, after investigating and, and again, the ghost of Kate comes back up to, um, help out somehow because, you know, underneath her bed, she had everything that they ever looked for and a box of dildos. Um, that wasn't hers. Those, those are Mary's. <laughs> uh, that was probably the most awkward thing that, uh, I've ever seen the CW do and they do some awkward shit. I was like, wow, they just had dildo references on Batwoman. Okay, cool. Um, but you know, for the fact that she wanted to confront her as herself, not as Batwoman, um, I think shows that, you know, she wanted to get the closure for herself. Um, now the way that they introduce this to the false face society, um, which they kind of held back for most of the show until the, the very end. Um, and then, you know, she Febreze her face and kidnapped her again. Right. So, let, okay. So <laughs> like, you know, and I, and I get it. Cause like you, you don't get to have that. You don't remember me. Do you bitch line? If you go as Batwoman, yes. right? Like you don't, you don't get to do that. So, like sure i get ryan going as ryan but like you're not gonna be on guard at all like you're in a front yard you just you, you're wide open enough for two people to sneak up and tase you in the guts what, like also what kind of neighborhood is this right 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 like nobody would have ring doorbell just saw a bunch of people getting kidnapped in front of the house and or? like honestly it's 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 dumb and it doesn't matter but like now it's got me thinking like how lucrative is this if she gets one kid and keeps them in the attic for 60 days to break them down and then sells them to the phone like she's gonna feed that kid for 60 days how much <laughs> money is she getting and how soon after getting rid of the kid does she go grab another one it's like a how, it's like a weird breeder puppy farm how did she do this for 20 plus years and like is this is this all part of the false face society like obviously we know that she is but is she like one of many is this how this gang gets members are they all just from her or do they have you know whatever you want to call these groomers or whatever all over the place yeah well and and i think like it's it's something that it's like nitpicky stupid questions that are dumb and don't matter or it's like the next plot point that we're going to see unravel throughout the season. It could go either way. Well, that's always the thing at this point, because we know pretty much for sure that Black Mask is going to end up being the big bad for this year. And so we have to get an introduction. Now, does this false face society fall inside of something that you could see Black Mask being behind? I mean, yeah. So, um... So, so we have our continuation of the story there. And basically all we've done this season compared to last is that we have a somewhat less personal story going into black mask ish at this point. Uh, but we have Alice in the Wonderland gang coming back as black mask in the false face society. I mean, yeah, right. I mean, that that's where we're at at this point now. Um, part of this is we get like the introduction to Ryan and some of her like comic book, you know, they're trying to like flush out her character, give her more depth than just tragedy that she's into this. And then we get to meet her friend who ends up being, uh, Angelique's ass, which we kind of got the whole introduction to how do you know this person last time. And it, it, it again, it, it's so weird to think that 
the person that rescued her, and if I'm wrong, ends up being related to the biggest hitman in Gotham, and that lady still lived. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I honestly, like, like straight, like I, I remember plot points. I'm not like, oh, what happened? But I was super tired when I watched uh, this episode. Um, was was Angelique Zaz's sister? Is that how he knew her and why where the tie came from? I thought they were all just like you know, like obviously, I guess you'd be the same circle if you were related. But I thought they were all just kind of ran in that same circle, and that's how they knew each other. She is his sister, I believe. So, um, yeah, her foster home friend turns out to be Angelique Zaz. So I, I don't know if they ever gave like an exact relation. Was she adopted? Yeah, I guess whatever. Right. Was, yeah. Was she adopted into the Zaz family or like what a weird one to get adopted? I just, and the, yeah, yeah. I really I don't I don't want to just sit shit all over this episode. But again, just like that, that sloppy writing like um, she straight up says. Uh, you know, whatever it was, it was this this girl was like her first relationship right they were like middle school age Mm -hmm. and like she still has her in her phone like straight up as a contact like we don't even talk anymore like one i i would find it incredibly fucking weird if anybody that i knew still like act at at like 30 ish still talk to the person from their first relationship like it just you know you don't need to why is why would you yeah um let alone like still i don't know actively have their number in your phone and just like well you should you should try to get help from her yeah okay i'll send her a text right now like just it it was it was super (laughs) awkward for me and maybe maybe i'm just weird maybe i don't like people and i delete numbers as soon as you're not relevant to me anymore um you know that that totally could be just a it could be your little thing but it was so weird to me that like i was i was totally pulled out of the show and could only focus on that for like the next five minutes so is it weirder that we were introduced to uh, another lesbian character upping the percentage of females that are lesbian in this show in Gotham? No, every woman in Gotham is gay. That's that's. I mean, it is what it is. It, yeah, <laughs> I think what you, you were calculating like at eighty percent. Yeah, at we're, this point. we're at eighty percent of the women that have been on the TV screen <laughs> for more than like an episode <laughs> that we got any background on. Yeah, they gay. Yeah, um, and, and so again it. This, again, I feel like we're getting repeater type things like from last season because, uh, you know, when did Pennyworth come in last season to find out that she was in a relationship, you know, with Kate? And and it's like we, we seem to be on a repeater type thing. And I don't know what they could do to kind of break this. Well, and, and I, I would some almost, of it is like how, because again, you know, shitty situation with Ruby leaving the show. How much of this is like literally them trying to like quickly set up the, the, these milestones in Ryan's past to like reflect the milestones that they had set up in Kate's past so that they can move forward with like story and ideas that they were going to do with Kate. Yeah. And and you, you, you could be right at that point where this could be the pacing issues could be because they are in basically recovery mode and it's like walking into something and, and hearing somebody go, Hey, give me the reader's digest version and them like just spitting out facts like it's this, 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 and this. Are you good? Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. You know, I, I'll make up the rest as I go. I was, I don't know. Like, oh, I, I want to imagine that this, you know, this show does have like an overall plan, and it isn't like professional wrestling where I feel like they have a plan, but it turns out they kind of just make that, shit up. That Vince rewrites it at the last second. Yeah. Um. And and. I know that I know that we talked about already like an episode or two ago how they kind of introduced this character into comics before this season happened to like I guess build some extra credibility for the character um but like honestly they had when yeah when did we find out that Ruby quit it was like early summer right it, yeah it was basically and it was it was enough time 
after I mean, because they'd already been done filming and everything else. And so it was probably July, June, July time frame when we knew. And then this show kicked back off. What was it? Early January is when the season started. Yeah, we're what? Four or five episodes. Yeah, we're in four right or now? five episodes in and um, it's February 18th as we record this. It would have been a cram for sure, but you could have done like multiple writers and like multiple artists to pull it together. I think that they could have and should have done like an original graphic novel to like build the backstory of this character. And did you need to like buy it and read it? No, you know, the show is going to move on and explain what it needs to either way. But like, especially in a situation like this, something where we could have come into this first episode, like knowing more or anything <laughs> having having like some bases covered well yeah with this character i like i think it would have been a good idea i think it would have been cool and i think they should have done that and it, honestly it it probably would have worked based on the fact that cw does have a history um i want to believe that there is something called arrow 1.5 that was a comic book run that was based on arrow like in between seasons one and two yeah um, we also have the like the Deathstroke mini cartoons, the Constantine mini cartoons, the, the, all the Vixen stuff, the Vixen, um, the other I don't even remember the the other gay superhero that they introduced. Um, um, Ray, yeah, he's Ray. just called Ray, right? Yes, uh, Ray had his whole uh, origin story told through seven minute short cartoons. Um, so it's not that CW hasn't done this before and they could have done it again. I just always wonder how much of this is pandemic type things to where, but again, if, I mean, we know enough artists and comic book people in the industry, they write from home anyway. So it's not yeah, like, what are they? <laughs> it's not any, are you good to go? Yeah. It's not any different when I call some of my friends up and I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm coloring Superman right now. Oh, nothing's changed for you. I don't leave my house anyways. All right, cool. You know, sometimes I go from this house to my other house and draw Superman. Yeah, it's not it's not that big of a deal to them other than like I don't go out to eat with my wife right now. I'm like, OK, I guess so. No, no cons to go to, you know, no, no none of that stuff is the, the, the difference for no opportunities to pull out the dice and pull out the dollars. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I never thought I'd miss cons, but I actually do. Oh, how did you think like, like they get, they get tedious at times. And like, especially by like that final day where like you want it to end and, but you also want it to go on forever. Like, do I, I miss cons so much I, uh, because that's the only time I'm social and like outgoing <laughs> and like enjoy life. Uh, dude, honestly, I was considering, and this is way off topic. I was considering, like, I was like, maybe I won't go to San Diego this year just because you fucking idiot. I'm like, and now I'm like, well, I would never say that again. Maybe that no I, one will go to San Diego yeah, this year. Now that we haven't been able to cover a convention in over a year. Um, but the fact is that the, there is time out there to kind of weed out this character or, you know, do these things. And, and maybe you know, the answer would have been to have these short type stories and not have a whole season and then focus on her more. Um, again, I, I like the story of like of her being the one that's going to choose who she helps. And, well, and it's and, and 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 seeing the fact that of, you know, if you're going to be a black superhero and, you know, you kind of got that with her looking at the comics and, and, and you can see that she has that drive to kind of be a better person and to give somebody to look up to, you know, and we saw that at the end where it's just like, cool, she wasn't in the costume to fucking defeat, you know, Candy Lady there, but she was there to help the crows at the end in costume to basically talk that kid off the ledge as she's trying to shoot Papa Kane. Right. Well, yes, yes. It's 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 a very Batman thing, right? Why is Batman Batman? To prevent what happened to him from happening to anyone uh, else. Yes. It, and so, you know, with this with this candy lady thing, like granted, she just abru you know, whatever. I I'll I'll give it maybe she 
she she blacked uh, back that memory back into a corner and and locked that away but she remembered that she was abducted as a child in this episode and then confronted that and saved somebody who also got abducted and then they didn't even necessarily play it this way but like then she directly intervened in the kind of apprehending of that kid with what is essentially a cop you know to to make sure that that went smoothly right because like that could have gone differently yeah black kid with a gun and uh you know a a cop-ish individual and no real witnesses like that that could have played out many different ways and we got like the best possible ending of that situation yeah um and so if, if they continue to play that kind of role and like you said it is a very batman type thing to see you know the origin story of yes i will prevent what happened to me to other kids and that's gonna be i think the strong part of her rise to being like a true bat person is that she you know, they got off the whole, like, killing thing already, you know, and it's more of doing good for people. And I and I think that's where this show could kind of find some footing mm-hmm. um, because that's what I think a lot of shows don't have. A lot of just things in general always seem negative and it's bust the bad guy to see a superhero rescue somebody you know that that's shit you see from superman that's not really but you don't see that that often everything always has to do with a villain and trying to you know the 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 scheme to blow up the building or rob the bank or anything else to to watch or help people Mm -hmm. i i think is where you could get real traction and real separation from what the other shows are doing because you know i i flash I don't know what Superman's going to end up being, but you you watch all those shows and it's always villain of the week, whatever happens. If she was to focus like this on rescuing, you know, or helping orphans or I, I know you can't do it every week, but that type of scenario, I think it could definitely separate her. Yeah. I like, you know, I th- I think we all enjoyed the first season. You know, enough. Um, it was it was it was a fun time. Uh, I think that this you know this season and this show and this new character, I think it could all be good. It could be entertaining. It could be you know worthwhile with its messages and all that. Like I th- I think this could be a good show, but how long is it going to take to get there? Like how, how, how many episodes are we going to be like just placing bandages all over the fact that Ruby left before like this feels like this show is what Batwoman is now instead of, and, and part of that is, you know, even just the story. I'm, I'm, I'm very tired of anyone the fa- fa- like this, this episode almost opened with a press conference where Papa Kane was like, Hey, I think my daughter's alive. So who wants to report on that? yeah <laughs> like why what the fuck i i almost think the ghost of ruby rose and kate kane is a detriment to the show at this point oh it absolutely is it always has been we should have had a body episode one 100 percent. or we recast like the ghost of this character is always going to be there if they allow it to be there well and and so i I don't know. I wrote this somewhere, but like, what is, cause we, I mean, let me bounce. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. You keep no. talking. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, 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 I feel like, and, and I think we've mentioned this before that if they, every time they bring up Kate, it's talking about your ex or somebody's ex in front of the new girl. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just awkward and i think it's even more awkward now it's like oh this is her bar this is her house this is her this and they're almost trying to turn kate into that bruce wayne character at this point 
to where it's just like, let's find this stuff and maybe it'll help us out. And and I, I and I I don't want that to be a continuous story because what we had this week was, you know, we we had like our A, B and C stories going on. We We had Batwoman doing her thing. You know, then we had, you know, the snake bite stuff and then Alice and everybody else kind of going around and Luke jumping in. And it was almost. Like I said, if you remove Kate from that scenario. It's just like it does this clean it up a lot more to where they could have taken it to where Alice feels bad and obviously is on her own redemption story at this point, you know, to where she is quasi Harley Quinn in the cartoon type thing where she's bad, but not bad, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's uh, <laughs> she's, she's a crazy person. Right? Yeah. She's, like she hasn't outright killed anybody in, uh, I don't know this season so far maybe yeah so there's like, no bloodshed but she's stolen a gun she's pulling a knife she's talked about killing people um and and so like we we talked about her transformation into like an anti-hero and i think we're getting there well and like I, how I, how I, much of that like was was planned for her character did um did killing mouse you know kind of kind of nerf her did it did it like chill her out they you know, take her down a couple notches and like is this where the character was meant to go or is this all like you know supposedly happening because kate is missing and like alice doesn't know what to do with herself it, like batman joker style yeah it would yes you complete me um it would have been interesting to see what notes were on the board pre ruby rose leaving like was alice going to be there was um you know the i can't even think of her i drew a blank on her name the person from the island going to be like a bigger impact to the story this year yes was yeah was black mask always the like the end game goal here or was he like a second half villain type thing and sophia would have been like the first half of this and i like i I, I almost would have rather had them say the false face society took down the plane Alice groups up with everybody because I'm the one who's supposed to kill my sister. Not you guys. Mm -hmm. You've took that away from me. You know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend or what, you know, whatever those sayings are. Yeah. And it would have given her purpose, uh, even to the crows at this point, if they would have known that she wasn't around anymore and that the false face society or black mask was, involved in the taking down of the airplane it would have given them focus to take it down and then we would have had those internal struggles between the the different characters you know from the three main you know if we want to call alice like her own main you know vengeance type thing to the bat family trying to get vengeance to the crows trying to come back and get vengeance. And then the interactions between those three, like stepping on each other's feet could have made for a wonderful story. But the fact is, like I said earlier, I believe the ghost of Kate is hurting us. I, I don't like, what do we know about the false face society so far? It's, you know, probably at least 50% kidnapped children. (laughs) And, you know, they they sell that drug that is fear toxin mixed with like ecstasy and it just royally fucks you up. Um, I I don't see that amalgamation of people like capable for any reason of taking down a plane. So I don't think they're behind it. I don't think they're involved at all. So, you know, who was was it Sophia? Is it a third party? We don't know yet. And like. You know, going going back to Alice, like Al, you know, Alice and Kate. Where does this end? Where are we going? Do we find out that Sophia was lying and 
uh, you know, Kate is dead, but like maybe Sophia has her body on the island, and like that's where we and end up in the Lazarus pit. Uh, and they're gonna drop her in it. Well, I mean, don't even don't don't even fucking go in that direction. <laughs> Come on, uh, that's the that's the be all end all for. So you know, whatever does. <laughs> Cause, cause we're not going to get Kate back. Like that is not going to be the end. So yes, is she dead? And Sophia has the body. Is she alive? But Sophia is going to kill her in some off camera style at some point by the end of the season. Is she alive? And Beth is legit just going to murder her at the end of the season. Like how, where are we going to end? Because I, like I want it now, but definitely well, by the end of the season, we need to have Kate's body oh, and we need to move forward. 100% because Paul, in all honesty, they have to do something with this because the ratings this week were at an all-time low again. It was 0.51, which means only 510,000 people watched the episode this week. And so with that, it, it's just showing that you, when you fall from, I want to say it, it debuted at you know two three million people and then like the season premiere i think was at 0.81 and now we've dropped to 0.51 you know that doesn't spell like a good time for your show um whether they have you know syndication numbers out there or you know the seven plus seven day for the cw app and everything else those numbers just don't cut it so people aren't loving what's going on and that, that's why i kind of got it in my head of like what what fixes are out there and you're right it might and be give the body kill it yeah well and 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 how do you fix some of the stuff because like this you know this is a show they had a story they have already filmed a bunch of episodes um I'm I, you know, I'm not going to say that I'm sure everyone feels the same way I do, but I'm sure some viewers feel the same way I do. And the way to make me feel at least a little bit better is, you know, do this thing. But like, it's, it's not like just next episode, this problem can be resolved for me or for us or for the show. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's going to happen wherever it's going to happen. And like, are we still going to be watching at that point in this season when we get there? Yes. And, and that's always the thing is that we've always had this new show, like kind of rule that we've went by on the network that it's six episodes into a new show to actually know if it's good or not. And right now I'm considering this a new show and we're at episode four. Um, I watch it because I cover it. Last season, I watched it because I wanted to watch it and I was telling other people, give it a chance. It, it, it was more than the badly cut trailers that they released, you know, to, to kind of debut the show. Um, uh, I will say that they are finding better, like, you know, other than the story kind of not being put together in the greatest way, like just plot holes, but the, the the dialogue and some of the the way that they're writing her has gotten better over the four episodes. Like I I don't just see her kind of like and be kind of annoyed with her like I was at the beginning to where it's just like come on guys this is this is bad you know to where they're they're giving her a lot more time and I think that's why like we didn't see the suit a lot this week. Mm -hmm. is because it, it gives you time because I, I've said this before, man, anybody can play Batman. It's, can you play Bruce Wayne? You know, putting on the cowl and being fucking menacing is probably the easiest part of the job. Uh, you know, whether you have nipples on your suit or not, it's harder with nipples though. It's definitely harder with nipples. It's, it's hard to take fucking people serious with a cod piece. That's like nine inches long, but you know, you got to uh, do what you got to do. Yeah. You just got to deal with it. Um, but the the fact is that, you know, that's always the easy part. It's do I buy you as Bruce Wayne? Do I buy you as a civilian? And I think they kind of flushed out a lot more of her character, you know, this week. It, it, whether we, you know, believe the bullshit of the story or not, you know, we see where her heart is. Right. And, and, and I think that's what they need to focus on. 
is the heart of the character that, you know, and we kind of got that last year with Kate where, you know, we saw, you know, she was always kicked out and, and pushed out and, you know, the, we don't want lesbians eating at our fancy Italian restaurants, you know, and uh, I want to battle for these people. And I think they're trying to do that same direction here with Ryan, with, you know, uh, you know, the, the black community um, with people of color, with, you know, the the underbelly of Gotham, which is a completely different thing than we've ever gotten before to where we don't. We haven't had a, a, you know, Batman comes from the rich of the rich. How else do you make a fucking suit? Right, right. And I think, you know, I called this Batwoman Beyond at one point because this was kind of like Terry, you know, family was killed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I got you, the got, suit. you got a kid coming from the streets to, um, you know, to be Batman instead of, well, you know. Somebody, somebody from the streets becoming Batwoman here instead of, yeah, um, you know, somebody, somebody with money and whatever, whatever, like literally just kind of inheriting things, yeah. And I mean, yeah, that is a that is a great take. Gotham is a great place for that story to happen in like any genre, right? Because yeah. um, Gotham has always been like again a major character. It yeah. is in a horrible TV show. Mm. <laughs> Um, but I, uh, I, I really think that that's where the focus needs to be is that if she is the hope for the street rats, honestly, yeah, do it like this, like honest, you know, look at Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Um, you've got. You've got kind of uh, what Spider-Man, at least a couple of years ago in, in comics, he uh, like Peter Parker started Parker Industries uh, because he's a smart dude. And like he had this whole company and like money, money, money. And like, of course, he was still Spider-Man, but he was like like globe trotting Spider-Man. He'd go to like China and Europe and like help with things from time to time. He had a jet and a car. Um, and like. I don't, I don't think the series, you know, suffered in any way, but like he, he became big deal. Um, and then, you know, you look at something like, uh, you know, whatever was going on around that time, like the, in the movies, uh, you've got homecoming. It's much more like friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And I think that this, you know, the Ryan as Batwoman is much more like friendly neighborhood Batwoman. Um, where she is, you know, she's focused on, you know, whatever. Black Mask is going to show up and we're going to save the city from whatever nefarious bullshit he's got planned. Or they, it could be a woman. Um, but, you know, seeing seeing these more focused, like, street-level situations um, and, you know, it's a, a, a whole story about just a missing kid and not, you know, like, it, I'm there for it. I'm, I, I support it. I like it. Um, yeah, like it I just, just like, I don't. It, it was set up so perfectly. It was just like the 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 candy lady it, kidnapping her. I think was the mistake. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if she was able to, and even then, the only mistake in that was that she wasn't able to indoctrinate or kill her, <laughs> and she got away. Yes. So. Um, it just the, the, even the setup was there. Like I bought it from the beginning. You set off this alarm. Why'd you set it off? My brother's missing and I need your help. H Holy shit. Now we have black kids looking up to her already and reaching out to her the only way they know how. And with it, a nice, strong guilt trip. Yeah. It's just Do like, you care about woman. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> It's two in the morning and I'm throwing shit through a fucking. Yeah, I mean, give me his name. I'll look into it tomorrow. <sighs> I wanted to get some Chinese food, but I guess I'll go look for your brother. Um, it, you know, but I, I think that's where you have to go with this. And, and, and again, we'll see if we continue to like going into week five and six. You know, because we're almost to that mid-season finale. Because I think you know we'll we'll get there at eight or nine. Um, because I'm really I think there's only seventeen to twenty episodes this year. I don't think they got the full twenty-three just because of the the corona. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I think that's the type of a focus story that they could be telling this whole time, 
And then, I mean, it, Arrow kind of did it with Venom, you know, or whatever they called it. I think they called it Snake Bite, also, right? Um, to where, you know, I see a bigger problem. And there's Vertigo in that, wasn't it? It was it. Yes. Right. But yeah. it was basically Venom. Um, or, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's Vertigo. Um, but, you know, where they found it in the club, she could find it on the streets, see people dying from it find a bigger cause than just helping the small people. Now I need to get this drug off of the streets. That's ruining everything for the people that I grew up around. I want to get this gone. I want to get this away, start the investigation, do bat stuff, find out it's black mask, take down black mask. End of the season. Mm-hmm. It, it, I think the pillars are there. They just have to build around it and, and, enhance the story and slow down it's there you guys have something i I face it the acting has been you know definitely between just the first and second episodes like there was there was a big jump in like just honestly like level of effort and even like attitudes of the actors like you could feel it um but you know they're 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 all working together more they're building that you know that charisma with each other and I guess, you know, overcoming the loss of the co-star. Um, and so, you know, it, it is it is a better uh, experience as far as, you know, the acting and the the product that the performers are trying to provide. But the, yeah, the writing is just like, I don't know if it's rushed because they're trying to like fix things and scrap things and rework this and do what they can. Or if it's rushed because making a show during Corona times is a different, <laughs> even beast. harder. Uh, but like it, are you talking? No, I'm thinking, Oh, I was like, <laughs> it, it got that awkward pause right there. And I was like, uh, did his mic cut out? Ah, uh, but, uh, um, the, the first episode, it threw a lot at you, but I think it was like, you know, without having like a graphic novel or any of the other kind of potential things that we talked about for introducing this character, it did what it needed to do. And some of it was tedious and the episode was like, honestly, kind of a little bit boring, but like, you know, it, it, we got all the bases covered so that we could move forward. And then every episode since then, I just, I feel like we're not, we're not taking leaps and bounds forward. We're taking like little baby steps. And I, I don't know why they're doing that. Yeah. Oh. We we will see how this continues to like wrap up because you know we were introduced to a lot this week, um and I, again we're four episodes in and you know basically four or five more to go until we get to the mid season. Uh, do do we see Black Mass before mid season? Like how how. Like I just said, we got so many, so many like plates spinning up in the air. Like they, other than a joke about names, they didn't even talk about Sophia this episode. And like, you know, as, as I said, last episode, I'm fucking over all that Island bullshit. Like I don't, I don't need it in my life, but it's weird for something that I assumed was going to be a huge part of the story to like not even exist in an episode. Yes, this thing that was set up as the most feared organization or whatever we wanted to call it because we weren't really sure. Yeah. uh, To really kind of like, okay. So there's a lot of work going that needs to happen. I I would like, I'd love for just everything and anything involving Sophia to be wrapped up by the mid season and like maybe the end of that episode we reveal Black Mask or like what Black Mask's you know workings and plans are. Oh yeah. And then, you know, the the second half of the season can be all about that. Oh, one of my I shit, my all-time favorite season mid season was like the the Slade Wilson like speech as it went off you know and how you know i'm i'm here to take down your family your friends and you know the mom's dying and all this shit's happening and you get that like i always like those for mid-season cliffhangers so if it was one of those things that you know it just like it turns around and it we we get to see like 
I almost don't want to see any kind of production, you know, stills or yeah, anything. I don't, I don't want any of those come out. Any of those I, I just want some fucking shadowy figure in the back of a fucking nightclub with your back to you and you start to turn and you, you see that jacket and you see like the side of the black mask and you're just like, oh, fuck. And it turns around and boom. And then it's like, shit, we'll see you in freaking January or in, it's not even January anymore. Jesus, that's how much this season has messed with my head. I'm thinking we're starting in October and we'll come back after Christmas. See you in May or something. Yeah, whatever mid-season is, even if we if that's such a thing anymore, like the where we'll have like a month off. But it, it would be such a like a mid-season cliffhanger. Yeah, because like theoretically the the mid-season is usually for like a holiday break. Isn't yeah, it? we so. normally we're coming back from mid-season at this point. Like right right about now is well, when and, and shows have. Like what didn't didn't Supergirl or at least Legends, you know, doesn't usually start until like the midseason mark. Yep. So they they don't do a midseason break. There's like a, a week or two without episodes here and there, but they just they just run the series. Right. Uh, and, well, a lot of times it has to do with the crossover takes up some of the time. Right. And you got to You got to line up all the shows yes. to hit at the same time. Yeah. So. And so it's, it's it's a weird situation there but we won't be experiencing yeah, that's this year. out the window this year so <laughs> yeah um again i just quoted like the, the previous five years i've been doing this that we'll go on christmas break wondering what the hell black mask is but that won't happen because christmas break is over um so I, I, yeah if they wait and kind of get some some of these things tied up grow the character a little bit more and then reveal black mask there I, i'd buy that i'd buy that for sure All right, we're going to have to take a quick break. And when we get back, me and Paul will give you our rating and our final thoughts. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, RAINMAN, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code RAINMAN. Again, that's RAINMAN. Because without it, no free stuff. That's RAINMAN at adamandeve.com. All right, we are back. Thank you for listening. If you like what we're doing, rate, review, subscribe. Use the links attached to the podcast for our affiliate programs. That helps us out, helps us keep on the air. And if you're not a Patreon subscriber, go subscribe. Patreon.com slash Rainman Digital. Give us a dollar. Get more shows. You can give us $10. Get even more shows. You can get $15, I think, in Get to see some video cast. You can see our ugly mugs. Go out and support us. Thank you. All right. Um, for my rating this week, been kind of dog shit across like the ratings. You know, um, some of the lowest stuff that I've given TV shows. I had some heartburn with the whole like using the race card, and again. I'm a, I'm a white kid. I I drip in white privilege. But what the fuck do I know? I just know it just feels awkward for a superhero story to kind of go down that route. Um I there was some writing holes, there's some pacing problems. But overall, it was I think my favorite episode that we've seen so far. Again, it's only been four with the new Batwoman. Um there's still a lot of like Paul, like you said, a lot of plates spinning out there. Didn't even touch on, you know, the kryptonite ooze coming out of her yeah, shoulder. Man, like and <laughs> how 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 many episodes are gonna go by before she even like mentions like, hey, do you guys also turn into black spider web bruises when you get shot by kryptonite bullets? And then, you know, anyone else is like, 
what the fuck did you just say? Yeah. Like, like it, how, how long? And I, you know, whatever, like you said, there were four episodes in, but like that happened. What episode two, or was it the end of episode one? It was the end of episode one. It yeah. Was, so yeah. How, how long are we going to like ignore this? Yeah. Cause again, we, we know that we are at this point, a couple months into new Batwoman, you know, they, they don't go week by week, right, you know, right. when they tell the stories, uh, I'll give this one, uh, a 72 overall uh, again oh, it, wow. okay. it, I didn't I I liked again a lot of the personal story the character development that they did for her finally um, uh, again I downgrade it based on the, the, the plot holes and, and the pacing it, it just seems that they did the whole Alice storyline like we joked about in 20 minutes um, and then of course the whole I don't know what WandaVision hex this house was in um, that they couldn't see it, but nobody sees Westview and nobody sees the candy lady's house. Yep. Um, so. Yeah, it's off limits. Yep. What do you think? Uh, so I, I, I really liked a lot of the stuff that the story did. You know, I liked, like I, like I talked about in the beginning with some of the, you know, almost true crime esque stuff. It, and and I think kind of smashing it all into one episode gave it like a, a very small one up on like how they portrayed it with the whole Alice backstory last season. Because mm-hmm. um, it didn't, I don't know, it wasn't as, like we, we got used to it as viewers, right? So somehow, like unfortunately, it was a little bit less creepy or less disturbing than it could have or should have been. Yes. Because, you know, we were, we were just, this is up, we're flashing back to Alice and Mouse now. Um, but anyway, um, I, I liked that. I liked a lot of the stuff that the story did. I liked a lot of the character interactions, Luke coming over and like, wait a minute, are you not a hostage right now? Like, yeah. Um, you know, Sophie, Sophie and Alice is like, it's fun enough because Alice and anyone is a fun time, but like Sophie, Alice and Luke is that's, you know, that's a team that I want to see more of. I'd love to just see Alice and Luke try and function in any situation. Um, so yeah, there were, there were a lot of entertaining things, a lot of parts that I liked, but like so many parts of the story that were like, all right, well, this is, this is the event that we're doing and this is the resolution to the event. And it's like, there was no correlation. They were just like, all right, well now we've got it resolved. All right. Now we've got it resolved in like each of these, these plot lines where it just, the, the line from problem to resolution didn't fucking like, it didn't work for me like straight up. It didn't, it didn't feel like it made sense. Like how did we, I understand that we got here and I don't disagree that we would get here. Should have got there. Like you didn't, you didn't explain how we got here at all. We're just here now. You went from a box of dildos to the front of somebody's house. Yeah. And (laughs) so, you know, for that, there's there's like as many things that I liked and disliked about this episode. So I I think I'm gonna go with like a what'd you do? A 72? 72. I'm gonna do like a 66. I was thinking a 63, but 66 feels better. So that's a 69 overall. Nice. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I I I think They've, and I think you agree too that they've turned the corner on some of the downfalls of the first two episodes. And so it wasn't a painful watch. It wasn't as good as like the first season, but we're getting there. They just got to get there faster. Or, you know, like I said, 510,000 people watched it. Yeah. That's not a lot in the grand scheme of things. Um, considering that, you know, things like WandaVision and Karate Kid are getting, you know, 95 million views, you know, each. And like, it's not a lot, but you're also paying for the services to do that. You yes. just stream these episodes on the CW website yeah. and you only have to watch 90 ads per episode. Yes. I mean, because sometimes you need Geritol. But I think we... uh they've turned the corner a little bit now if they keep the momentum if uh, i want to see more personal stories we'll see where they go and with that 
we'll say goodbye for tonight. This will be it for, I believe Paul likes to call it the Bat Lady edition. Bat, Batman, uh, Bat- DC on CW presents Batman, the girl version. Is that what it is now? Sure. I don't uh, know. All right. Um, and if you want to catch any of Batman, the girl version past future episodes, go to DC on RMD.com. You can find all kinds of episodes that we do. And we'll talk to you later. Who are you, bitches? Mother of God. Would you look at the time when you came here? You had an hour. Now it's less.